0: Okay, but for real. ¿Qué vamos a hacer, mi amigas, en el concierto de la Beyoncé? I mean, your girl got tickets. Yes, I did. Thanks to Johnny J. Ram Ramirez. Uh, I will address that part of, like, how it went down with him because I'm going to have him on as a guest on my next uh, episode. But your girl is going to be in the building in relatively good seats, you know, right close to the stage. And I am excited. I am thrilled. I thought the hard part was going to get tickets and it really wasn't. I am finding the hard part to be like, what the fuck am I wearing? Like, I'm seeing all these girls on TikTok saying it's about the disco hat. And the fringe and the sparklies everywhere, but your girl wants to be comfortable. Because I know it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be September 1st at SoFi Stadium. First time being in SoFi. First time being in SoFi with my girl Bay. You know, I'm thinking like a jean short with perhaps one of those like bodysuits, like the shaper one, like the tank top one. I don't know. I don't know. But then I want like a crop top. But then I don't want a crop top. Like I want like a regular t-shirt. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have seven months to think about it. But for real, I'm a planner and I want to have that shit like locked and loaded because I don't want to be last minute trying to figure out what the fuck to wear. Even though I'm probably going to still spend like 100 bucks to buy her hoodie or something with all the merch that they have going on that day because it's going to be insane. Um, but I'm excited. I'm like, I'm excited. Like, whoo that part is done. Secure, secured the tickets. I hope that if you're listening and you try to get tickets, I hope you got tickets as well. It's going to be a great concert. I saw her for Formation. Um, we're going to talk about that because the person I went with left me but whatever uh I know the people I'm going with now are not gonna fucking leave me okay they're gonna have a fucking blast and they're not gonna be worried about what time Beyonce comes out and if her man should pick her up because that was so devastating last time but whatever I'm over it (laughs) all right well let's just fucking get into it y'all Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Unapologetic Me Podcast. Living my most unapologetic life because I fucking can. Uh, I think I'm definitely going to make that into a sticker or something because I really like that. I'm really embracing it. I was getting, surprise, imposter syndrome, and I was like, should I change my name? Do I need to add something to it? Do I need to change something? I don't know. I love the unapologetic, but I'm like, do I need to change the me? I don't know. I was going nuts, y'all, but uh, I am. Over it, I think it was my period. I think it was making me a little cray because I was second guessing everything, everything. But whatever, um, it is what it is, and this is what's going on. And unapologetic me is here to stay because that is what I am. Y si no te gusta, pues ya sabes dónde te puedo ir. A la Berg. Um. So a foot update. I went to go see my doctor after my chicharrones and beyonce episode i saw my podiatrist that was referred to me and i want to say that he was i don't know if he woke up on the wrong side of the bed or if he was upset because i was wearing a boot you guys remember the boot i was wearing okay so the podiatrist i went into the room i was filling out the questionnaire and everything when i got there Literally the only one there that was, like, 37 years old. Everyone was way older. Like, way older. Like, it looked like a reunion of the Golden Girls was there. No hate. No hate. But I was like, oh, (gasps) well, this isn't good. So, they took me back to the room. And the, I guess, assistant or nurse at the podiatrist was, I took my boot off and she... Um, did an x-ray and I was telling her what happened you know why my my ankle was swollen da 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 all while I'm still trying to fill out the forms and the the doctor comes in and he takes one look at the boot that I was wearing that was given to me at Kaiser by my doctor and he goes who told you to wear that and I was like uh my doctor that's the worst thing you could do I'm like I'm sorry, like, I, my bad, like, <laughs> should I have Googled this? Like, I'm forbidden to go on WebMD, but perhaps this was the time to do it, sir. Like, I'm sorry. And he was just explaining to me that the boot uh, is restricting movement. So, you all might be wondering, oh, my God, Vidi, what happened to your foot? Oh, my God. This is, this is what happened. So, there is a joint and I should have looked this up and whatever, you can look it up. There's a joint, I think he said joint in your foot that is supposed to be constantly moving up and down. And the reason I was getting pain was because I had sausage my foot into my Converse for 14 hours at Disneyland and my foot could not move. Hence the pain and the swelling of the ankle. He touched down my ankle and was like is this painful I said no and then he he like rubbed his thumb on top of my foot and I go yep that's where it is and he's like yes it's the joint it's it's the part that's supposed to be continuously moving and yours was not being sausaged in that goddamn converse and he didn't say it like that but it I mean pretty much the way that he was communicating with me I was like okay sir sorry again my bad No boot, no converse. I get it. So he basically said, we can give you a shot, a cortisone shot today. Get that taken care of. And I was like, (gasps) because I had already gotten a cortisone shot on my other foot, like underneath for my plantar fasciitis. And it wasn't bad, but it was painful once they released the cortisone in your foot. So I was like, ah, fuck. Okay, well, Like, let's see where this goes. So he steps out and he told me that he was going to have me wear a brace, which is way smaller. It doesn't fit in my, in my shoe shoes. Like I have to wear my Doc Martens, not like the original Doc Martens. These are Doc Martin air, air airwaves or way, something like that. But they're, they're my more comfortable shoes. And he comes in and he does an ultrasound like, on my on my ankle like right then and there okay did i i did i tell you guys last time that i did not shave my legs and i was a prickly fucking pear when i went to go see my doctor if i didn't uh i went to go see my doctor and <laughs> the like before i got referred and i did not shave my legs i did not lotion on my legs and he had me roll up my pants up to my knees and I was so fucking embarrassed that when I went to go see the podiatrist, I was like, nope, not doing that again. I exfoliated my legs. I shaved them. I like lathered them up. I was like, yes, queen. Yes. This guy did not even look at my legs. Nothing. He literally put like that jelly thing on my ankle bone and was like, oh, yeah, it's it's just full of fluid. It's just inflamed. Um from you know walking in the wrong shoe and I was like okay so he's like so are we doing the shot and I was like <laughs> Patron what are we talking about and he's like the cortisone shot and I was like okay yeah I'm like you know what let's fucking do it just I'm gonna get it over with I swear to you I turned into my 10 year old like not even 10 year old self I turned into like my five-year-old self I remember or was it Less than 5'4". I remember when I was 4 years old, I went to go get my vaccines for school and my uncle Richard was there. And I think to this day, he still has the mark on his stomach where I bit him. I bit him on the stomach (laughs) when I got my vaccines. And he always remembers it. And I always remember it. And it brought me back to that moment. Like I was sitting in that chair and I felt like I was the 4-year-old Vidi about to get her vaccine again and i wanted nothing more than to text johnny who was in the waiting room to be like hey can you come over here and hold my hand but i know he would have been like just man up bitch and he wouldn't have said that i know but maybe he would have thought it but i was like no no it's fine it's fine let's get this shit over with and i covered my eyes because i was like nope i am not gonna watch them stick this fucking needle in me and granted mind you we for a period of like a year, uh, Johnny J R Ramirez and I would go donate blood every two months. OK, I am a positive. If anybody needs a positive blood, I got you. And for every two months, we would go and donate blood. And you would think that by now I'd be a pro with the needle pricks. No, not at all. Mm Not one bit, because so, this is what they do. They don't numb you with like numbing cream or anything. So, what they do is they take this spray that's really cold. I always think it's like computer, like computer cleaner spray because you know how the, the bottle gets like really cold. That's what they do on your foot. I'm sure it, it's called something. I don't know what it is. And they sprayed my foot on the top, okay? And the last time I got this done on my heel... The doctor, I want to say she took like almost a minute to spray that thing on my heel before she stuck the needle in and release the cortisone. This motherfucker decided 15 seconds is enough. Sprayed me, sprayed the top of my foot for like 15 seconds. I felt the needle go in, which I then went, ah! And he's like, breathe. I'm like, I can't fucking breathe. He released the cortisone, which was the absolute worst part because i could feel it i felt the cortisone just going into my foot i was like oh my god and he was done literally within like i don't know maybe five ten seconds it was over and he's like okay i'm gonna give you a brace she's gonna come in and uh put the brace on your foot this is gonna be actually a little bit better and more stabilizing but actually give you the movement that you need i was like okay cool thanks And he's walking out like whatever. And I was like, um, do I have any restrictions? Like, can I? And he's like, he looked at me kind of like, and he goes, um, no, you're fine. I was like, oh, (laughs) okay, dude. Like, fucking sorry. So that is what's up for now. I have to go back, uh, in March and do a follow up. But y'all, I took my ibuprofen at night that night. Because it was a little painful. He said it was going to feel a little painful because the cortisone was like, you know, going through my foot how it was supposed to. Uh, but I did notice in the morning that my ankle now looked like when a balloon is starting to deflate and it's all just like wrinkly and just weird. Uh, and he said it's going to take time. So if it inflames, like gets swollen again, like it's going to take time because there's absolutely no way that I cannot not move my foot for a month. No. Like I got work. Like I got shit to do. So he said it's going to take time for it to completely go away and go down to how it's supposed to. So we got to be patient. Patience is a virtue, y'all, and we got to learn how to practice it sometimes, okay? So and this is where we're at. This is where we're at. Um when I work out, I notice that when I get on the treadmill, that's when I can feel it the most. When I'm lifting weights, I cannot Like, it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, But when I'm on the treadmill, I do feel like I'm like, I can feel it. And I have like come home from work and it like the ankle be like swollen. So and that's that. That is my update with my foot. Thank you, everyone who reached out during that time. I hope to get back to my normal self because I have a half marathon to run in January I am actually pretty sad that the Disneyland half marathon sold out literally within minutes. And I had totally forgot to log in and be in the queue on the 14th because I for sure thought, oh, well, they're saying from the 14th of of February to July, it's going to be this price. And then anything after July, it'll be another price. So I'm like, oh, they're not expecting it to sell out. Surprise, bitch. It sold out. And the people that that I was going to run with that half marathon, I texted him and I'm like, yo, (laughs) Uh, the half marathon kind of sold out literally on the day that it was like open for registration. So I'm kind of bummed about that. But I'm like, you know what? That means I can just put all my efforts into the Pasadena half marathon, which I am really excited about because I do love that course except miles 4 to 8, those kind of suck because you're watching runners go, like, towards more the finish line, like, passing you, and you're barely getting into that section of Pasadena where it's called the switchback, where you see all the runners that are just done running that section come back, and it sucks. That part does suck, but whatevs. We will deal with it uh, in January, and I'm just... I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it because... Uh, I, I know that I'm going to train a lot better than I have before. Hence, last three times that I ran it. You think I really trained? Absolutely not. But I'm really going to put the effort into it now because I have I have gained that hunger for the gym again. I have to make it to the gym when I'm supposed to. I got up at 345 every day last week to go to the gym and i i'm very proud of myself there it's little victories that really keep you going they keep you accountable because i want to see the difference that i know i can make with my body you know and especially after the test results you know you guys heard it in the last episode it's it's scary but we are here and all we can do is just move forward and now, a quick word from our sponsors. Bitch, do you think I have sponsors? No. <laughs> no, that, come on. I mean, not yet, but a girl can fucking dream. <laughs> um, so, I recently came up on this new podcast. It's called Basically Sisters. Uh, and it's these two best friends who are in their 20s, their mid-20s. And they follow me on IG and I follow them back and I was like, oh, new podcast. Listen to two best friends. Let me see what's up. And I listened to their episode. It was their one year anniversary episode. And one of the hosts, her name is Nat, uh, was was turning 25 and she made a list of things. uh, I forgot what she titled it, but she made a list of things that she wasn't doing anymore or that she was and I never related to something more than I did while listening to that episode. I turned it on when I was cleaning and she was going down a list of things and I was like, yep, girl, yep, yep, yep. We ain't doing that no more or "Uh uh-huh. We got to do more of that. And it inspired me to create my list because I'm 37 years old and there's a lot of shit that I will not do now that I used to care so much about when I was in my 20s and now that i look back i'm like oh my god all that time that i fucking wasted trying to do all these things when really in the end it didn't even fucking matter and now that i'm in my 30s my late 30s almost approaching my 40s i was like i want to make a list and share it with you because maybe you're on the same page maybe you're already past this point and you're gonna be like yo girl Come on, like, I already knew that. But for those of you that are in your, like, 20s, 25, 26, 27, uh, whether you resonate with this or not, I mean, take it into account. Because, really, shit that you think is going to matter in five years, it's fucking not. It is not. And it's so, like, when you look back on it, you're like, holy fuck, I was so worried about that. Like, really? So... I decided to do my own list and we're going to fucking go through it because it's my podcast and this is what I want to do. Okay, (laughs) so these are going to be my top five things I am no longer doing as a 37 year old who is approaching 40 and I'm going to start off fucking strong. okay? because number one and these are in no particular order. I just wrote them down as I was going on through my day. So that I could talk about them. But in no particular order. We're going to start with number one. I'm no longer trying to make friends. Yes. You fucking heard that right. I'm no longer trying to make friends. I think I'm done making friends. I am satisfied with the friends that I have. They each serve a purpose in my life. And I appreciate every single one of them. And all the friends that have fallen to the wayside, uh, I mean, they were in my life for a reason. They serve their purpose as well. But I, I'm i not trying to make any more friends. I'm not. I am not actively going out there and trying to look for friends. No, <laughs> I really am not. Um, dealing with, you know, the drama and this and that. I'm like, no, I'm over it. I'm done. Like, I'm not doing that anymore. And those of you that can maintain friendships, you know, the kind that go on for years and years, more fucking power to you. You know, you guys that have these friendships that have lasted over, I don't know how many years, good fucking for you. I, I am jealous that there are people that have been friends since like kindergarten to like now, like that, those, I've never had that experience. I moved around too much to hold on to friends. And when I did finally have friends, my parents were like, sorry, we're moving closer into town in the middle of 10th fucking grade. And have I gotten over it? Yeah. I mean, now I have. But I just never had the ability to hold on to friendships for that long. So the ones that I have now, I mean, like I said, they serve their they serve their purpose in my life. They each bring me what I need. And the other friendships that fell, you know, on the wayside, whether due to my own actions or theirs, I mean, they're gone. Good riddance. You know, I don't miss them at all. Because I am not here to have friends that bring bring me back into high school. Like, what? We're doing that? Like, Really? Like no, high school shit, we're done. You can't communicate by not doing it. No. You want me to do 150% and you only do 50? No. Bye. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So, yeah, 37 years old, I am not actively looking for friends anymore. If it happens where the universe puts me together with someone and we hit it off and we start like, you know, talking and like meeting up then great like if it happens organically amazing but i am not i am not actively looking to make any more fucking friends (laughs) i'm done um number two i'm no longer wearing uncomfortable clothes sorry for so fucking long in your 20s you at least i did I thought I had to like dress up to everything and wear dresses and heels. I am 37 years old. I am going to go over comfort over fucking style 110 fucking percent. Granted, if it's a special occasion, sure, I'll throw on the heels, I'll throw on the dress. I do not want to do that anymore. I am going to be a Converse girl with my boyfriend style jeans and a fucking t-shirt that is my style it took me a long time to find it that is me i love it i like a good athleisure wear and i'm sticking to it because i am not trying to fucking impress anybody i am comfortable with myself i am self-confident maybe a little bit too much than i should be and i don't care i really don't care to impress anybody which is why this Beyonce concert I'm kind of like guess second guessing myself when I shouldn't but I'm going fucking comfort over everything because I'm not about to be walking into that concert in fucking heels and a dress no do you think she cares no no I mean I want to be comfortable I want to walk out you know with my feet intact not like these girls that are gonna be walking out I can't They're going to be walking out barefoot, y'all. I can almost fucking guarantee you. I'm going to count how many of these bitches walk out of there barefoot because they can't stand their heels anymore, okay? Not doing it. No. Maybe give me a chunky boot. I'll do that. But to dress up like... uh, And no shade to any of y'all that get up in the morning and do your hair and makeup and put on your outfits and put on those heels. More fucking power to you, you know? It takes a lot of dedication uh, to get up every morning and do that, curl your hair and and just the makeup and your outfits, like, it's a great quality to have to be able to do that. I just don't care enough to do that. And it's not like I'm ashamed of my parents. I'm not looking all hobgoblin you know, the, in the week. But on the weekend, your girl has her hair up. I don't wear any fucking makeup on the weekend. And I switch from one set of pajamas to the fucking other if I'm not in my gym clothes, okay? And I'm not ashamed of it. I am not ashamed of it. Number three, I'm no longer going to places I don't want to go. How many times have we been forced to go somewhere because I, we're like, ah, fuck, if we don't go, these people are going to talk shit. I did that too much in my fucking 20s. And I am here to tell you that I am not going to fucking do that now or when I approach 40 or in my 50s, 60s, 70s, no more. If I don't want to go somewhere, I'm not fucking going. If family is getting together and they're going to go somewhere and I don't want to fucking go, I am not going why are we continuing to force people to go someplace they don't want to fucking go why no i'm not doing that anymore there's there's an uncle that wants the family to get together in the state that he lives in in colorado and i honestly don't have i'm like i don't have the not the energy but i just don't have the desire to go i don't want to And I'm not going to. (laughs) I doubt he listens to this, but it's fine. Um, But I'm not going to because I just don't want to fucking go to Colorado. Like some people are like, oh, yeah, let's go in the middle of July. No, not doing it. I don't want to. All right. Number four. And I'm going to explain this because it's going to sound bad, but it is not. Okay, I am no longer, quote unquote, saving money. Okay, what does that mean? I yes, I am still putting money away for my savings, for my vacation fund. You guys know that I have an acrylic jar at home that me and Johnny J. Ramirez, we put in money every every week, every time we get paid, for a vacation uh in January. Well, not in January, but that's when we crack that shit open. We count all of our money and we pick a spot and we go on a vacation. But When it comes to spending money. I am well aware that right now in this economy, we should be saving our money because if we're not in a recession already, we will be or maybe we are in it and the the government just doesn't want to say, you know, it's bullshit politics like that that always fucking happen. But whatever. When I mean I'm no longer saving money, what I really mean is that I'm not going to stop myself from wanting to get tickets to a concert, from wanting to go someplace that I've been wanting to go for a while. Like, I'm not going to stop myself from doing that because of money anymore, you know? I'm not saying that I'm raking in the Joe because trust me, <laughs> my Amazon storefront currently, if you guys want to know my commission, is $0.00 and 0 cents, okay? But I'm, I'm not going to stop myself from doing things or getting tickets to things because of the money because yes money comes and goes but we're never gonna have this experience ever again like what is that TikTok thing it's like yes I spent this much money for tickets to a concert but I'm never gonna be 37 years old going to go see Adele and gonna go see Beyonce in the same fucking year like when is that going to happen again? Like, el dinero va y viene. And Johnny J. Ramirez Mary's always tells me that. El dinero va y viene. Money comes and goes. But these memories are going to fucking last forever. And in your 20s, you're conditioned to think, save your money, save your money. Yes, I am 100% with still save your money for sure. But this is where we have to learn how to manage our money. And once you've learned to manage your money, You set aside that money like, hey, this is for this. This is for that. This is for that. And actually do it. Actually spend it for what you want to spend it. After, of course, your bills are paid. Your mortgage is paid. Like all of that is paid. Great. Why are we stopping ourselves now? Why? We're missing out on fucking life. You know? And again, I'm not saying not to save your money. (laughs) What I meant to say was I am... I am going to spend it on things that I want to do in this life. If you want to go to a museum, if you want to see a show on Broadway that's like in town, go fucking see it. What's stopping you at this point? What is it in your 20s? Yeah, I was. I was so dumb with my money. Didn't know what I was fucking doing. We still did shit. But was that constant like, oh, is it going to the card going to decline this time? Ooh after spending who knows what at the fucking club like I I I wish I wish that God would come down and be like here you go this is all the money you've spent at the club imagine like I cringe just thinking about how much of that fucking money it would be and I would totally put all of that money into vacations and concerts and football games and all of that that we want to fucking do because we are not getting any fucking younger. And we should really be enjoying our fucking life. We should. Which takes me into my last one. Number five. I'm no longer going to be the overachiever at work. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Because if, if COVID has taught us anything. Is that we can be. We this, the laziest employee of our company is still getting fucking paid the same as us. And they're doing less. They are fucking doing less. So I saw a quote or someone said, we, the, average, the average lifespan of an adult in the US is 78 years old. So we retire at what, 55, 60 To only spend the next 18 years living our life? No, we're not doing that. No, I'm no longer hoarding my vacation time uh, or my fucking sick time. If I'm sick, I'm taking two, three days off. I don't care. I'm going to get better, but I'm going to take it. If I want to take vacation day, yeah, I'm taking it. I don't care because we're not getting any fucking younger. And if life has taught us anything is that it's fucking short as fuck. And that's what I mean. I am going to give my 100%. I will do what is what is called of me. If I have moments where I want to be an overachiever great, but it's no longer my priority at work. No. Work has turned into just just something that makes me money. It's not something I aspire to climb a ladder in. It's nothing that I want to, you know, move up in the company. No i'm done with that i am done because i i want to enjoy my life i want to you know go on vacations and spend time with friends and family and really just just enjoy each other you know and which is why now at work i don't stress too much now before oh my god it used to fucking get to me like like bad and now i'm just like whatever like (laughs) You're pissed because we didn't process your paperwork on time. Not my problem. Sorry. And you may think like that's a negative way of taking it or thinking about it. But honestly, uh, it's just I am I, I just don't see I see the value in my job because it affords me the ability to go on vacation, do all of this. But it's not my center of like my life now. Like I have moved my job like below vacation and friends and family. And it's just, it's just something that makes me money. That's it. That's it at this point, you know. And there's just so much more of what I'm not going to do when I'm, you know, now 37, approaching 40. But these were the top five that jumped at me when I was making my list. And I hope at some point, you know, if you're not already at this point, you know, you get to it where just you live your best fucking life. You know, you, st- you don't worry about people that don't like you. Don't worry about the people that that used to be your friend. Now they're not like like everything happens for a reason, you know. And I hope that this inspires you to maybe make your own list and maybe just to reflect because y'all we we're wasting too much of our time worried about the little shit and not enough time living less worrying more living i know it's easier said than done sometimes but you know if you can manage to find that silver lining in it and just keep pushing forward i think i think we'll be all right i think we'll be good so I haven't been doing my affirmation cards, but I remember this time to grab it from my desk. Y'all, I'm still recording in my bedroom because I have to get my carpet for my other room and some things to put on the wall. And i that's probably going to be the trick to getting all that echo out of there because that's the only thing holding me back from just being able to plop down in my office chair and record on my desk. So for now this will do it's but what's been working and we will go with it and because this is what we do here we go with the fucking flow okay because we don't get hung up on that stuff (laughs) so here we go let's see all right so what does the affirmation card say today oh it says playfulness okay i am a playful participant in life and i always have the option to make something a fun game rather than a heavy burden mary poppins put sugar in the medicine for a reason that lady really knows how to party holy shit if that's not more fitting for this episode i don't know what is basically it says have fucking fun you know do something fun instead of a heavy fucking burden how awesome so take your fucking spoonful of sugar have yourself a great weekend I might be at Disneyland today or I may not. I don't know. <laughs> My family's gonna be in town and the rain's supposed to fucking come in. So quien sabe. I don't know. So if you see me posting at Disneyland, I I'm braving the rain. And if you don't see me at Disneyland, know that the rain fucking got us and we could not take it. So I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, y'all, but stay safe out there. Check your windshield wipers. Uh, get those umbrellas out your rain boots it is gonna be a fucking cold one okay I love y'all thank you for listening don't forget to follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at unapologetic me pod on Twitter I am unapologetic VR that is where all my dark humor goes and please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast rate and review I would really appreciate it uh, 100% uh, if you would do that for me okay Thank you so much. Stay safe, y'all, and I will talk to you later. Bye.